Did you know there was a free five-part podcast series all about classroom management? In this series, learn how I went from using traditional classroom management strategies without a lot of success to becoming a behavior detective. Discover how I help children with root cause of their behavior issues instead of just addressing the behavior itself. If you want to take a listen to this new series, just check the show notes. You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. You're listening to episode 41, What is Modeled in Interactive Writing in Preschool? I have come to really, really enjoy the times that I have with my students when we are doing shared writing and interactive writing. So I wanted to share with you today the different types, these different types of writing to support our young learners and give you some examples of how we've used it in our classroom and how you can just really easily put it into play. So what is the difference between shared writing and interactive writing? Well, simply put, Shared writing is used for showing children what writing looks like. So you're modeling it. Interactive writing, which is also known as sharing the pen, is when children have a hand in the writing or the drawing of the writing piece. So not only are you modeling, but they are also having that hand in it. We can use shared and interactive writing as a vehicle to teach children important literacy concepts. So I love to teach about understanding that what you say can be put into writing. And I do this by modeling and shared writing. Recognizing that print is different than pictures. Understanding the purpose of writing. And there are lots of different types of writing. So we can really talk about the purposeful writing, narrative writing, informational writing. I can share all these great things with them just by using the vehicles of shared writing and interactive writing. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know about a free literacy training I'm hosting tomorrow, July 6, 2023, at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. There's still time to register if you're listening to this episode before July 6. And if you can't join us live, be sure to register for a link to the replay. You can find the registration link at the show notes at lovelycommotion.com slash episode 41. All right, on with the show. Let's dive deeper into shared writing. So shared writing is used for showing children what writing looks like. So this is where the teacher writes and the children watch and contribute ideas. So many amazing reading and writing concepts can be taught during shared writing. The teacher or the adult works as a model and shows children by example, why we write, what we write, how we write, then what's great about it is we can go back and read what we wrote. I love to incorporate writing into our lessons as much as possible. Anytime that I can take a book, a discussion, or even an unexpected interest and turn it into a shared writing experience, I do. So I always have my chart paper on hand. You could also just use, you know, a whiteboard or a large piece of paper, poster board, what, whatever you have to create these shared writing experiences. Now, one really important part 
of shared writing is that you are thinking aloud. Thinking aloud is pretty magical. It's when you are doing things with writing or reading and you're talking about it. So while I'm writing, I might say things like, I'm going to start on this left side and I'm going to move to the right. Oh no, I ran out of room. I'm going to come back over here and show them where you do. So you're basically explaining a left to right return sweep, but you're doing it aloud. No one's really asking you why you're doing it. You're just saying it. Or you might be forming some letters and say, oh, I'm going to make an S next. Let's see if I can remember how to make that. Oh, we're going to go around and then back. And so using those verbal paths and those verbal cues, we can also notice things aloud. Oh, I'm done talking. So I think I'm going to put this dot. It means a period. That means my thought is over. You're just gently infusing these ideas and you would be amazed at how much they grasp from that. We can also use a ton of different types of shared writing to teach children that we write for different reasons. There's different purposes for why we write. So some examples of types of shared writing that you could do is a list, a poem, a story that you create together. Maybe you're making a chart. Maybe you're adding labels to a picture or to something. Um, Maybe you're making a sign. Maybe you need a sign for your room. That could be something you can make together, a map, an announcement, a recipe, a schedule, observations, a menu, so many great things that we can do together. And some of these that I've done are planned and some of them are very spontaneous. So it's great to just kind of go off of what they're thinking. Maybe they need a sign because somebody spilled water and the floor is now slippery we should have a sign. What might the sign say? Well, if you can't read it, should we include a picture? And so then we're working together to create this piece of shared writing that is useful and meaningful in the moment. So I love shared writing because there's so many things that we can teach about and so many things that children can learn about writing just by doing it together and using that thinking aloud. All right, let's talk about some examples here. So during a spring weather unit, we were learning about clouds and we read a nonfiction book about clouds and it was teaching us about the different types of clouds. So we were gaining this information in the book and the plan was to go outside and see if we could see these different types of clouds or what type of clouds were outside. But instead of just using the book and thumbing through it, we made our own poster of these are the different types of clouds. And so then we took that poster outside and used that when we were observing the clouds. It was a way for me to model that you can write down what you learn. It was a way for me to model different writing, how to kind of structure this whole graphic organizer, because I broke it up into, I think, four different parts. And I was able to teach a lot just by having them right there with me, me talking about it, and helping them see that, look, we learned this, now we can record this into something that we can use when we go outside. We also, during our gingerbread unit, we had read multiple gingerbread books, And we were taste testing real gingerbread cookies. 
But before we ate them, we used all five senses to explore the gingerbread cookies. Now that could have been it, you know, could have been the whole lesson itself. But instead, I decided to add in this chart. So now we were using a graphic organizer, basically a web for us to write down words that children use to describe the cookie. So I would have them look at the cookie. What does it look like? Can you tell me? And then in the look section, and I would try and draw an eyeball on that section of the graphic organizer on my chart. And they would say things like brown. They would say, um, looks yummy, looks like a man. And so I get to write down all these things. So I was getting to add this shared writing piece in, having them help me with some of that. Oh, you said brown. Let's see what brown starts with and pulling that word apart. Oh, how do I make that B? And then I can say, I can look up here to find that letter. So I'm, again, I'm showing them, look, this is this, this is the resource in the room that you can look to when you are writing letters. So many wonderful things that you can do within that. So instead of just exploring the cookies, which was super fun, we now have this shared writing piece together that we can go back and read. So that was another one. Um, another one we do during our friendship unit is we are friends. And so I help, I write down what the children say. So again, they're giving me the information for this. And we, at the top of the chart, write uh, what good friends do. And then each child helps us add something. Obviously, I steer the conversation if I need to into what do you think makes a good friend? What have your friends done that have made you happy? You know, really just helping them with question prompts. And then I write those words down on there. And then we have a chart of what good friends can do. And um, that's a pretty simple one, but I love teaching them that what they say is important and we can write that down. Also, often when our schedule changes, I like to involve children in writing down that schedule and I use pictures at the end of it, but they kind of help me. So I'll be like, okay, instead of this today, we're doing this. So on the whiteboard, I'll write, you know, that. How do you want me to represent that? What could I draw that would make you remember that? And so they're also learning things that go in order, right? There's step-by-step, there's a schedule. So that's one thing that we do when things get, you know, off kilter and our schedule gets a little bit messed up is that I make sure to tell them that. And then I use that kind of as like this mini little shared writing. Also, um, we've done a menu before, like during Thanksgiving, we were going to have a a class feast. And so we came up with ideas for our vegetables and our fruits and our meats and our sides and all that stuff. And then we voted on all those. So that was very functional writing, right? We needed to figure out what we were going to eat And so therefore we made lists and then we took things off the list and we decided, and then we made our final menu. So really modeling a lot of great functional writing that, you know, you use writing all the time and that's something that children need to know. All right, let's move into interactive writing. Interactive writing is when both the teacher and the children contribute ideas and both the teacher and the children write or draw. So really the big difference here is you're doing the same things as shared writing, but children are helping contribute. They are actually holding the pen or the marker or whatever it may be, and they are putting pen to paper. So these really can be done with these same exact types of writing as 
the shared writing was, but we just add them in, right? So one of the very first interactive writing pieces we do together is the Our Names poster. Like I'm talking first or second week. Children get to stick their letter sticker on the poster. So we're working on their first letters. And if you didn't listen last week about um, how to teach letters without using letter of the week, I encourage you to go back to episode 40 where I talk about some of this. But anyway, children get to stick their letter sticker on the poster. And then we review the letters and each child gets to circle their letter with their favorite marker. So this one's super simple. And I put it in the writing center when we're done, but their part in it is finding and circling their letter. It's just an introduction and it's the very first step that we take to kind of help them understand, one, this is your letter, two, you get to share the pen sometimes. When we get a little bit later in the year, um, we do one around the mitten. And so this is a pretty simple reading chart and I love using this later for Um, shared reading, but children help fill in the beginning letter. So basically I write the sentence, the mitten is blue, but I leave off the B for blue. And I just have a line there. And then I have an outline of a mitten at the end of the sentence. So children pick a color and they add their color to the mitten and we work together to figure out that beginning sound for that color. Then when it's all finished, we can read it. And it's a very predictable text because everything begins the same. And I like to point that out too. Like, look at all the thes. Look at all the word mittens. They're all the same. And so we read that together. The mitten is blue. The mitten is red. But they have contributed to it. Now, a little tip here. If you're having a lot of students and it's taking a lot of time, break this up. Only do a couple at a time. Say, oh, next time you're going to add to it. We're going to get it out tomorrow and you're going to add to it. Because it can, if you let it, get hard for children to kind of focus and watch and not, you know, get roly-poly all over the carpet when you try to do all the students. Sometimes that's just the way it is, right? I'll say, okay, I'm going to pick a couple of names, you know, from, I have some name sticks or letter sticks in If your name's called, you get to add to it today. Next time you'll get to add to it, but everyone will get a chance. And that kind of helps this whole, like, I've got too many students that want to come do this and I want them to do it and I want to share the benefits of it. And I want to use this whole thinking aloud to help them write the letters and all that, but it's taking forever. That's kind of the way that I help that situation out. Another one we did was, was just very off the cuff was we saw Hawk right outside our classroom window. I mean, he was really close. It was really neat. And the children were, of course, incredibly interested in it. And they wondered if it had a nest nearby. They wondered what it ate. I mean, just so many questions. So we figured them out. You know, I went and I searched up the answers and I taught them about it. And so we wrote all those facts down and they got to help me make pictures next to the words. So this was an interactive writing because they were helping me. So I would tell them, oh, look, this says, you know, and actually we did this. We didn't even do this as a whole group. I just, everyone was so interested. They, I just started writing it all down at the table. They came over, I was handing markers out and I'm like, well, this says they eat. Um, I can't even remember what we wrote now, but can you draw a picture for that? And so they're already starting to understand that we can also add pictures to our text to help 
make it more understandable. So that one was fun because it was obviously really, really exciting because they had started that. They had been interested and I just took that interest that they had and rolled with it and we made a shared writing piece about it. And then we hung that in the room. And then later I would find students that would go over and start trying to read it. All right, as a recap, we can use shared and interactive writing with our preschoolers to introduce important literacy skills by making sure that we structure the time in short intervals and add ways to keep children engaged in writing. We can model and teach what being a writer looks like just through these vehicles. It's pretty awesome. Also, I don't want you to forget that there is a free literacy training being hosted tomorrow. Again, if you are listening before July 6, you have time to sign up. You can sign up at the show notes, lovelycommotion.com slash episode 41. I hope to see you there and I'm wishing you a lovely rest of your week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely. Thank you.